Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. Uh, this is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are new to this broadcast, if you don't know who I am or what I'm about, I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help you get your business set up properly. So, um, excuse me, get your business paperwork set up properly so that you can grow and scale as a business so that you can live business-wise where the money reside, where the money reside, okay? Um, uh, so... When I say business paperwork, I mean things like getting your articles of incorporation, your EIN numbers and your DUNS numbers, contracts, basic brand protection strategies, hiring policies, all of those things, those foundational things that people don't really like to think about but that they need because those are the things that they usually end up in court about. I help you get them together, okay? If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do those things, I am a licensed attorney with a specialization in business formation, have been for 15 years. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there are just some things that you need to know. All right, so that is why I do what I do. So if you are in the startup phase of your business and you are looking for some legal guidance from a licensed and seasoned attorney, I'm your girl. How are you going to get in contact with me? Um, Sorry, I'm so thirsty. Uh, you're going to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. That is the link, uh, the only link in my bio on Instagram. And it's all over my page on Facebook at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. <clears throat> You can uh, book a free 15-minute consultation. We uh, Now, I'm not taking one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions until 2021 at this point, where I'm on hiatus for that, but I'm still doing discovery calls, discovery consultations, and I'm still doing Talk to Me Tuesdays. So you can do that um, as well. Uh, you can download at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. You can download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. And as well at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast so that if you ever miss an episode or, you know, when we take our brief hiatus during Christmas, because I will be taking about a week off, um, you can watch old episodes or catch up on episodes that you missed um, through those. And at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is where you can get your NPL Legal Dish merch. Okay, we got cups, we got t-shirts. The cups are going to be here in a few days. We still, uh, we've got some shirts left. They come in black, white, and navy blue. Make sure to get your NPL Legal Dish merch to show your friends. Tell your friends without telling them, you know, how you got so smart, how you know all these things about business. Okay, let them know about your girl with your merch. <laughs> all right. But that is enough about me and my business. Let's talk about the show. So the way that the show works, if you are new, is I pull stories from the news, stories from blog sites, stories you guys send me, stories from anywhere and everywhere I can find them. Uh, and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we talk about them, okay? So this is a time for you to get involved. Don't be shy. I love when you have your questions and comments. It makes it so much fun. Um, and I will be asking you questions. So uh, be, you know, to keep, stay on your toes. I know that y'all are going to be coming in. Hold on, y'all. 
Oh, my goodness. I, my nose felt funny. Um, I know y'all are going to have some, you know, you're going to be coming in soon. So I will just give y'all some time for that. But um, who's who is that on Facebook? You, I see the eye, but you don't want to say hi to me. Say hi. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so let's get started without any further ado because, um, you know, this show is 30 minutes. And, you know, while I know everybody's getting ready for Christmas time, y'all know I'm here. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Let's get started. So the first uh, story that we are talking about tonight. Now, for those who are uh, either listening to the playback on the podcast or watching the replay of this, at this moment in time, um, I'm not going to be asking questions because there's nobody to ask questions to because, I don't know, I guess people are getting ready for Christmas. Um, so it's just, it's just me and the mic and this person who don't want to say hi to me on Facebook. (laughs) Um, but all right. So this, our first story is about, uh, the former prince and princess, uh, wait, no, what? Prince of, yeah, Prince Harry, Prince, yeah, anyway, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. Our first story is about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry. So we all know I've covered this story several times throughout the year. So when um when Meghan and Harry broke away from the royal family, they were trying to trademark um you know the phrase Sussex Royals because they wanted to start a charity. But unfortunately, uh just due to the rules of, you know, how royalty works in England, they were no longer they were not able to hold on to that title. Um who's that? Hi, Loki7. They were not able to hold on to that title, right? So they um, could not name their brand uh, Sussex Royal. Uh, So they changed the name of their trademark application to Archwell, A-R-C-H-E-W-E-L-L. And if you didn't know, their son's name is Archie. I'm not sure what his full name is, but their son's name is Archie. So because they couldn't name their nonprofit organization Sussex Royal, they named it after their son. Now, every, they, they trademarked Archwell for many, many categories and this nonprofit organization, nobody was really sure what they were going to do with it. They just knew that they trademarked it, right? So, um, we have found out what is the first thing that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's Archwell nonprofit is going to be doing. So, uh, Archwell is going to be funding food kitchens in disaster zones. This is their first major pro, um, project. Um, now they, uh, they, now remember they, they set up the nonprofit eight months ago, but they've just trying to been getting it, you know, up and running. Uh, they've actually joined voice forces with world central kitchen, which is, which was, um, founded by Jose Andres. If you don't know who Jose Andres is, he's a very famous chef, um, Spanish or he has, he has several restaurants here in the DC area and he does a lot of, uh, charity work, um, surrounding food and feeding the hungry. Hey, 76 Grimke. So Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have, have taken their nonprofit and, you know, combined forces with Jose Andres's World Central Kitchen to, um, fund food, food kitchens in disaster areas. And this is really important because we hear the news all the time. There's, you know, there, there's stuff happening 
all over the world in, in, you know, in the Middle East, in Africa, in Europe, in Australia, there are disaster zones everywhere. And one of the first things that, you know, as a human being, when you're in a disaster area, you have to think about your food, your shelter, you know, and your, your, your clothing, right? So, uh, Megan and Prince Harry's, um, nonprofit is going to help to address the issues of, you know, lack of food in disaster areas. So good for them. And for using that trademark, you know, to do good in the world, they're really, they're really committed to doing uh, charity work and we want to support that. You know, we're all an ecosystem. We all have to help each other. So good luck to Megan and Harry, 76 Grim K, do you think that you will be donating to Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's nonprofit Archwell? They're going to be funding food kitchens in disaster zones around the world. They're actually partnering with Jose Andres, um, the, the famous chef in our area. Do you think you might be donating to Archwell? Let me know what you think, girl. Look, it's me and you tonight, 76 Grim K. Everybody seems to be out on Christmas break, okay? But we still doing these shows. <laughs> I need you, girl. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you get that in there. Um, meantime, I want to remind you guys who are going to be coming in later. Uh, hold on. Hello, friends on Facebook. I want to remind you guys that you're watching MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Now, I've been doing this show for close to two, two and a half years, a little over two years. And aside from a day here and a day there, I haven't really taken a break. So I did want to take this time to let you guys know that between Christmas Eve and New Year's. I will not be broadcasting. I'm taking New Year's Eve to New Year's Day off and we will start back up that following Monday. So if you if you don't see me online, you know why. Okay? All right. Let's get back to our stories. Uh, all right. So our next story, 76 Grim K are my friends on Facebook. If you have heard of Gucci, give me a G G you got your G you got your G. If you have heard of Gucci, give me a G. Uh, and if you have heard of the website, the websites, either Alibaba or AliExpress, give me an A. Now we all know what Gucci is. They're a high end, uh, brand. Now, um, I posted in my stories today, I asked you guys if you'd ever shopped at Alibaba. Most of you said no. Um, I probably should have said Alibaba AliExpress. If you didn't know, a lot of your favorite Instagram boutiques and online stores, they get their things from Alibaba or AliExpress. Um, if you've ever seen, like, if you, there's a brand called House of Tinks, Right. If you go to AliExpress and you really just kind of search for the outfits, you will find them on there. So Alibaba and AliExpress is there. It's Alibaba is like literally the world's largest online, you know, store where you can get literally anything, right? And majority of the things are made in China. Um, the quality can be a little suspect depending on what you're purchasing, but Alibaba is like your one-stop shop for the things that you need, right? Including knockoffs. Um, because Alibaba, Alibaba is like 
just think of it like Amazon on steroids, okay? So you can get anything you want on Alibaba and people have their stores on, on Alibaba and AliExpress, but just like on Amazon you and, you know, stores like Etsy, you have people who are selling knockoff items. Um, and Gucci has actually had issues with Alibaba in the past for selling knockoff Gucci items. They have actually sued Alibaba twice. But apparently Gucci is tired of suing Alibaba and they have decided to join forces. So Gucci is actually launching two flagship stores on the Alibaba platform. Um, This is going to give the China market a lot more access to these high-end goods, which will probably curtail some, if not, you know, all. Actually, I I don't know how much it'll curtail, but, you know, it will provide better access to these high-end products instead of, you know, people automatically going to get the knockoffs. Uh, Now, this is... I want to know, what do you guys think about this move by Gucci? Do you think it's a smart move? Do you think that they're just caving in? I actually think it's a totally smart move because, you know, Alibaba, people are going there anyway. But if you can say, you know, this is the official Gucci Alibaba, you know, portal, then people can't really say that, you know, well, I can't find it. It's right there, right? So instead of being like, well, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe people in China can't necessarily access the U.S. Gucci site. You can go to Alibaba and go to your little Gucci portal and get your Gucci stuff. So Gucci, they are, they are, you know, changing with the times. They're keeping up with the times. They're like, look, people are going to keep selling our knockoff stuff on this platform. So why don't we just, you know, set, set up shop in there so that you have, hey, Cynthia39, so that we have, you know, a legitimate presence there so that when there are fakes on the website, it'll be easier to take them down. Since either or not, you just came in on this story. I actually want to get your take on it. Um, so Gucci, uh, Gucci, the, the luxury brand, uh, they in the past have sued the e-commerce platform called Alibaba twice. If you have heard of Alibaba since C39, can you please give me an A in the comments? Um, now Alibaba, it's where, like I said, it's where you can get pretty much anything in the world. Um, 76 Grimpe said, I think they are caving in. They're just tired of them fakes, right? Okay. Um, so let me continue with Sincere 39. So Gucci, you know, they've, 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 uh, sued Alibaba before, but Gucci is now launching two flagship stores on the Alibaba platform. And I was asking 76 Grimke if she thought that, it, you know, is, if Gucci is caving in or, you know, um, what did, what did she think about this move? Um, so let me know what you think about this move Sincere 39, about Gucci having their own online stores on the Alibaba platform. Um, yes, the Chinese Amazon. Um, but I think, I think that this is a totally smart move by, um, Gucci, whether or not they're caving in, I'm sure they're tired of the fakes. This is like, you know, it's like, okay, you know, if you're going to have these fakes on here, we're going to put the real thing up so that you can't, you, so that, you know, you have no excuse. We're right here in the Alibaba store. So if you want your Gucci, come and get it. Right. Um, and it's going to give greater access uh, to the Chinese market to these Gucci items. So, Sincere39, tell me what you think about it. 76 Grim Case said she thinks they're caving in because they're tired of the knockoffs. What do you think about this? Do you think that this will have any effect on the counterfeit goods market in China? Do you think that Gucci setting up this, this platform on Alibaba is going to help them cut down on, on counterfeit goods?
Um, since eight thirty nine said, I think they are caving in. So many fakes come from over there and Chinatown in NYC. Um, very true. Very, very true. So do you think that, um, what don't you like 76 Grimke? Do you think that this, uh, that this partnership is going to cut down on any of the counterfeits? Do you think that it'll help? What do you guys think? What do you think? Since the other said China don't respond. Oh, 76 Grimke said, I don't like the company name. What, Alibaba? You don't like Alibaba? Since A39 said China don't respect trademarks. Why is my, why are my comments doing that? Um, okay. Yeah, China's really bad, at, or they've been really bad about trademarks. They're trying to do better now. I see a lot more stories about China trying to tighten up their intellectual property laws and really like pursuing um, violators of intellectual property law. Okay. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, the, so, 76 Grimke, Gucci's platform is not going to be called Alibaba, they're just going to be using kind of the Alibaba platform. Um, they're still going to be going by their name, they're, they are by their parent company name, and then another company they bought called Cody, Cody was the company that bought Kylie Jenner's cosmetics company, so they're going to, they're, uh, those two, they're going to launch those two platforms on Alibaba, I'm sure they're going to have fancy names or whatever, all right, okay, so good luck to Gucci, but, um, but, um, y'all didn't, y'all didn't, uh, answer my question. Do you think that Gucci having these flagship stores, is that going to cut down on any of the counterfeits? Uh, since the I said, I don't think so. That's why the market is so huge. You can't tell the difference from the naked eye and it is so much cheaper to buy a knockoff. Okay. You know, I get, I totally get it. Um, cause for, for me, as someone who's not really into, you know, designer bags and things, a knockoff might be, you know, an option for me because I don't see the use in paying thousands and thousands of dollars for, you know, a purse. Why am I going to spend all these thousands of dollars if I ain't got nothing to put in it, right? Um, or even if I have something to put in it, it's a bag. <laughs> I, and, but I don't knock anybody who likes designer bags. You know, that's your thing. Everybody has their thing. It's just not my thing, right? But again, you have people who want these items, but either can't or won't pay those exorbitant prices, right? So 76 Grimke doesn't think it's gonna, it's gonna, um, cut down on the knockoffs either. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it will at least give Gucci better footing on the Alibaba, on the Alibaba platform, because they'll be able to say, look, you need to be watching out for these counterfeiters, because we're over here bringing business to your platform, so take these counterfeiters down. Um, Sincere39 said, put them side by side, it's hard to tell until you look inside, but the real bags have good resale value, side by side. They do, they do, I know they do, um, I'm just not a designer bag girl, but you know, to those of you who are, have at it, enjoy your life, okay? All right, so good luck to Gucci, all right? Before we move on to our final story of the evening, I'm pretty sure we're going to finish early, so if you guys have any questions, please get them ready. Um, I want to remind you guys that you are watching NPL Legal Dish, my Monday through Thursday live broadcast, where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, if you're in the startup phase of your business and you need some legal guidance, go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. 
and book a discovery call with me today, all right? And download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. Since the other I don't understand it either with the facts. Yeah. Uh, and for those of you who are regular watchers of the show, uh, I want to let you know that we are going on a very brief hiatus. Um, I will not be broadcasting between Christmas Eve and New Year's at all. Okay. Um, I've been doing the NPL Legal Dish pretty much for the last two and a half years. And you know, with the, with the, with the exception of a few nights here and there, you know, I haven't really taking any time off. So I'm going to take about a week off from broadcasting. Hi, Sir Victor Jones Moore. Between New Year's Eve and New Year's, just to kind of recharge my batteries um, so that we can come back fresh uh, for NPL Legal Dish in 2021, okay? So if you don't see me on here, I haven't abandoned you. I'm just giving my brain, you know, and my fingers a little rest. <laughs> yes, a whole week sincere. All right. I need a break. <laughs> All right. Um, next story and final story of the evening that we are talking about. If you have heard of the store Zara, please give me a Z. If you have heard of Zara, please give me a Z. If you don't know what Zara is, Zara is one of those higher-end fast fashion stores where you can get knockoffs of your favorite high-priced fashion items. Um, And we have actually talked about Zara a few times. Uh, This is actually an update on a store we have talked about at least twice. So, uh, Sincere and 76 Grim K, do you remember when I have talked about the $1,100, thank you for the Z's, the $1,100 biker jeans by this company called Amiri and Zara was selling knockoffs for $50. Yes, like Fashion Nova, like Fashion Nova, but a little bit better quality. Um, right. So do you guys remember that, that, that story with the $1,100 jeans and the Zara $50 knockoffs? They had like a leather patch on the knees and some zippers. If either one of you remember that, please just give me a yes. You remember since it's nine? Okay. So, now, remember, Amiri was um, trying to sue Zara for $3 million because they said, look, we put a lot of work into these jeans. We have, you know, a, a, a design on, um, you know, on the, on the jeans, and Zara just came and made a knockoff, and we want $3 million. Hold on. Sir Victor Jones Moore said... Uh, will you be con- still, still be consulting? I was planning on buying a consultation while I had a break. Sir Victor Jones Moore. So we are on a break with the one-on-one consult until, um, until 2021 as well. Uh, talk to me Tuesdays are still available and the free consults are still available. But if you want the one hour sessions, those are going to be available in, ge- in January. I've taken them off the books for now. Okay. You remember the story? Okay. But, um, but yeah, I will, I will let you know when, um, one-on-one consultations are back in, uh, back in effect. All right. So, all right. So we all remember Zara versus Amiri. So Amiri was trying to sue Zara for $3 million because of these knockoffs. Um, and they have settled. Now we don't know what they settled for, but Zara and Amiri, I guess they were tired of, um, you know, fighting in court and they have come to a to uh, some type of settlement. So I want to know from you guys, what do you think happened between Zara and Amiri? Do you think they were just like, you know what? 
we're just tired of fighting. Do you think Zara paid Amiri some money and said, you know, we'll stop selling the jeans? Do you think Amiri just threw their hands up and said, we don't even care. We don't even make these jeans no more. What do you think happened in this settlement between Zara and Amiri? Because Amiri was very upset. They said, we're selling these jeans for $1,150. You're selling them for $50. That means you're taking $1,100 out of, out of our pocket every time somebody purchases one of your jeans, right? So what do you think happened with their settlement? Because they won't tell us the, uh, you know, the terms of it. What do you think happened? Excuse me. What do you guys think happened between Zara and Amiri in this settlement? Um, Sincere 39 said, I think Zara paid and stopped selling the jeans. Um, I think so too. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to check out Zara's website today. Um, but I think in this case, Zara knows what they're doing. Like Zara is known for making knockoffs, right? And it's easier to pay somebody off to, uh, then, then, you know, to, to fight, especially when you know you're in the wrong. See, they're trying to just stop selling the jeans. I don't think Amiri would have, would have, would have settled for no money, right? I think they at least wanted, look, you sold five pairs of these jeans. We want the profit we would have made off those five pairs of jeans, whatever. Um, 76 Grim K said they're tired of fighting. Zara paid to go away. I agree with you guys. I think that, you know, particularly Zara, they were like, look, these jeans are $50. We don't even care that much. <laughs> Take your money and go. Um, so they, so Zara and Amiri have settled. Um, so this case is no longer an issue. So if you guys are interested in $1,100 jeans that have, uh, high diamond sweat Aquafina, $1,100 jeans that have leather patches and zippers on them, go check out Amiri. Since the nine said $1,100, $1,150 since the nine, don't forget the 50. Uh, it's just denim. What do they do for $1,100? Well, they have some leather patches on the knees and they have some zippers and you know, they, they look very nice. Hi, Kel 30 Wilson. Um, so what, what's, what's the most you would pay for some jeans since at 39? If, cause 11, you, you're balking at 1100. Don't worry. I'm balking too. There ain't no way I'm paying $1,150 for no jeans, but how much would you pay for a pair of jeans that you really wanted? Um, Sir Victor Jones Moore said, I think thanks to social media, this story got a lot of deserved attention, but I'm sure they pulled those jeans. They got their money enough to profit and enough to pay her off. Win, win. That's a very good, um, that's a very good observation. Maybe all of this negative publicity brought people to Zara and they purchased more jeans. Uh, Sincere 39 said he would pay $50 for a pair of jeans. No more than $50. Diamond Sweat said $50 as well. I'm with y'all. Um, I'm not paying three figures for jeans, let alone four figures. $1,150. I could buy like 18 pairs of jeans somewhere else. <laughs> but, um, you know, but some people like, you know, really high end stuff and I don't, I don't knock it. Spend your money on what you want, boo. Um, 76 Grim K said $30 is my limit for jeans. <laughs> Look, I love Ross. Ross dress for less is my best friend. Um, yeah, but um, good luck to Zara. Good luck to Amiri. I'll probably shop at Zara before I shop at Amiri. <laughs> but that is okay. Everybody has, you know, has their thing that they like. If you like expensive jeans, go get it. If you like expensive bags, go get it. Just make sure you're getting the authentic thing. Do, don't, don't, 
Look, everybody has their hustle, but like I always say, don't build your brand off somebody else's back. If your entire business is built off of counterfeits, right, and you get shut down, where's your money going to come from? Because you don't have anything of your own. Um, since either nine said, were they for riding? I don't know if they were specifically for riding. They were called motorcycle jeans, but, uh, you know, who knows? Um, Diamond Sweat Aquafina said, Marshalls be clutch. Son! Marsh. Ross, between Marshalls, Ross, and TJ Maxx, I don't feel like you need to go anywhere else. But, you know, and Target. And Target. But to each their own. Look, if you want to go, your luxury is your eyewear. Look, a good pair of glasses, that's that's not even luxury. I feel like that's a necessity. Go to your eyes, right? Right. Okay. No, $1,150, that's not for me, but it might be for somebody else. So I'm not going to knock someone if they want to spend, you know, $1,150 on their jeans. I just won't do it for myself, all right? So those were the stories that I had for you this evening. I want to thank you guys for your participation. I know, you know, it's getting close to Christmas. Everybody's just kind of winding down. Um, But, you know, we're still going to keep these shows going. Our last show for 2020 is going to be this Wednesday. It's crazy to us, not crazy to them. Our last show is going to be this Wednesday for 2020, and then you will see me live on 2021. Now, that doesn't mean that I won't be posting. I will be posting. I'll do, you know, stories and things like that. Um, Please, if, if you find anything interesting, please send it to me because I will still be um, collecting stories for when we do start up again, um, in January. Uh, so don't feel like, you know, you can't DM me cause we will definitely be catching up when I come back, but just know that I'm going to take a week off to myself to, you know, regroup and rethink some things. Um, yeah, join me back here tomorrow at 8 o'clock. If you find anything, send it to me so I can talk to it. 76 Group K, I haven't heard from you in a few days. I've been wondering, you know, where's my stories from 76 Group K? Uh, I'm just kidding. Don't worry, girl. Um, but yeah, have a good night. Take care of yourselves. Uh, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. <laughs>